You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Probably shouldn't even do this episode. Probably shouldn't even do it. Not in a good mood. Shouldn't shouldn't do this podcast when I'm not in a good mood. But I got wine. I got wine because that's what you do when you're an adult and you're not in a good mood. You drink wine because anything harder than that on a weekday would just be irresponsible. So I have a glass of wine. Now, is my voice a little screwed up? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But we're going to get through this. Why is it screwed up? Why is my voice low and raspy? And at times, nasally. Uh, I'm getting over the plague. Uh, we have been... Uh, the show's been on hiatus for a few weeks now. Uh, I had no idea when I was going to finally just hit the record button. And uh, here I am. I clicked record. And uh, now I'm talking to a microphone by myself in my basement, as usual. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. That's freaking weird. I just go in my basement by myself and I talk to myself into a camera and it comes out into your ear holes on the other end. <sighs> All right. So, man, did I do a Dumbo move? A Dumbo move. A real Dumbo move. Should I say it a fourth time? So I had the Firebird running running real nice. And you can watch that last video I posted where I was, like, bragging about how nice the Firebird was running. And, uh, it's not running anymore. So here's what I did. Uh, you know, uh, when I, by the, I had gotten it running so well that I was driving it around town pretty much every day. And Taylor, my wife, one morning, it was a Saturday morning. I'm going back, like, three weeks now, by the way. We haven't we haven't we haven't been together in a while. We're playing catch up here. So she says, "You know, I've never done a donut in a car before," and I go, "What? No wife of mine is gonna say that she's never done a donut in a car before." So naturally, we hop in the Firebird, take her down to an empty car lot, and we start ripping donuts, as one does when you own a Trans Am. All Trans Am owners rip donuts. Camaros, Firebirds, donuts. It's It all goes together. Camaros, Firebirds, donuts. Finkel and Einhorn, Finkel and Einhorn. Camaros, Firebirds, donuts. So uh, all's going well, you know, just doing it. Just, you know, smoking the bandit style. Woo! And um, <laughs> something goes awry. And my throttle is stuck down. I mean, stuck open. I'm, I'm stuck open at full throttle. So my instinct kicks in, and I slam on the brakes and immediately just cut the motor. And I was like, what? I was like, what was that? You know, nothing, nothing bad. At least I didn't think anything bad happened. And I popped the hood, and it turns out... Now, here's the funny thing. Is you can go back and watch me make this bonehead decision... In, in one of the videos that I posted on YouTube, 
where I was screwing with the throttle body and there's a clip that attaches the cable uh, for the acceleration cable to the throttle body and I lost that clip. Now, what do I do? I decide to use a zip tie to attach the 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 cable the 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 acceleration cable to the throttle body i use a zip tie and you could see clearly in the videos a yellow zip tie where a clip should be it's a redneck solution all right i was working with what i had and i was really excited to just get the car started at the time now i was thinking it would be temporary but what did i do i forgot about it I forget, I forgot, I'm forgetful. And I left that temporary solution on the car. And I I still don't know what the problem with the car is because it hasn't started since, and that was over three weeks ago. Now, and by the way, I'm documenting all of this. Um, I have this all on video. I'm doing all the tests. I've tested it. I'm getting a spark. I'm getting compression. I'm getting air. I'm getting fuel. I'm getting all the 101s. The only thing I, I think I'm getting timing. What's throwing me off is I'm wondering if there's something wrong with the distributor because as I'm attempting to start the car, like it'll crank, but it won't turn over or is it the other way around? It'll turn over, but it won't crank. You know what I mean? It just goes raw, 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 and there's no, you know. I get the that's what I that's what I say when I go to the mechanic. I'm getting the raw, 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 but no, you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah. But as I'm trying to crank it, the distributor is literally moving back and forth, back and forth. So yesterday, I was like, I should probably pull the distributor out and see what's going on. I don't know, maybe I chipped something? You know, you gotta think, the car was at open throttle, I just decided to cut the motor, right? So initially I thought, I'm like, maybe it's flooded. I'm like, no, it's not flooded, it's fuel injected. I don't know, maybe maybe that's how it works, but that doesn't make sense. And uh, so, I was gonna pull the distributor yesterday, I figured I'd give the car one more, one more attempt before I start screwing around with too much. And my starter blew. My brand new starter, again, on film, I changed that starter like a month and a half ago, and now the starter's blown. Yippee! Yippee, car gods! So, I have to change the starter now. Again. And it better be under warranty. Because as I found out very recently, actually, it turns out Advance Auto will not, it's a company policy not to accept returns on electrical components. Uh, and they don't tell you that when you buy the damn things. They tell you that when you attempt to bring it back, though. Uh, so, yeah, that's where... <laughs> that's where I'm at with the Firebird. And if you're keeping track, that's two broken Firebirds in my garage. Two. Not one, but Two. write a country song about it my firebirds are broken I can't drive my firebird my firebirds broken I 
wanna drive my firebird dude taylor my wife listens to country and i always laugh because country music the lyrics are so literal like they describe exactly what they're doing at the time of them singing the song right okay and the worst is the dude Corey smith right so if you know country music you know Corey smith i like the guy music annoying as shit i like the guy respect what he's doing music annoying as shit that's okay it's all good you can be annoying as shit and i can still respect you i'm annoying as shit and i respect the fuck out of myself all right so he he he, dude this is like something he would sing he'd be like well it's 8 a.m i just woke up gonna step out of my bed gonna walk to the bathroom unzip my pants and pee into the toilet turn around the sink's right there i grab my toothbrush first i wet it because if you don't it's super weird when you put the toothpaste on it i brush my teeth i spit it out i gargle listerine dude you get where i'm going extremely literal the alarm goes off it's time for work i can't find my keys Uh, and if it's not if it's not literally exactly what they're doing at the time then it's probably about a pickup truck a girl or a beer pickup truck girl beer country song pickup truck girl beer we have a formula it works people eat it up people eat it up and that's fine okay because if you like country music because you don't give a shit then that is totally right and you can do that because you gotta just wake up and you just gotta by the way i'm playing these clips and in the back of my head i'm going youtube better not fucking dig me let me tell you about youtube right now youtube is on a fucking tear they are demonetizing i just got a demonetization notice on a video by the way this channel's not uh this youtube channel is not um monetized and i should mention if you're listening to the podcast the video is on youtube and xotv please watch on xotv i don't have to i don't have to monitor anything on xotv but on youtube i have to literally post edit the videos to fit youtube and it's a pain in my ass and i'm constantly in that two months later i uploaded episode 58 I uploaded that episode, and, and and in the episode, I'm talking about that that clip of Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's like, "It's like coming to me," you know. He's doing he's he's like talking about working out. He's like, "I love the pump. It's like coming for me," and, you know. I was just talking about it and how funny that was, right? Because it's funny. Because <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's funny. So, and I get a I get an uh, an email today, and it says that my video has been demonetized and all monetization rights will now go to get this the graham norton show now my first reaction was who the fuck is graham norton i don't even i never like the name sounded familiar 
and I was like, okay, I got to look up who the hell this is because I, ha- I have no idea why Graham Norton Show owns the rights to this Arnold Schwarzenegger clip. And, you know, I Google the guy. Looks familiar. I think he's British or something. I don't know. And either way, I have no idea how he has the rights to the Arnold Schwarzenegger clip, and I'm not even going to dispute it. I don't care enough to dispute it. The damn shame is, little old me, with my 200-nothing subscribers, and this jerk-off, and it's probably, it's not even him, it's whatever company licensed his material out, what are you worried about? Furthermore, furthermore, was it last episode or two episodes ago? It's it's the episode where I was playing the um, what's her name by Jan. I was playing those ridiculous music videos by uh, oh god, what were their name? Jan Terry. So that Jan Terry song, and I got dinged nonstop. So first of all, I upload to XOTV. Done. Move on. I upload to YouTube. I get dinged. At least they, in this case, they warned me ahead of time. They're like, you have to change this. I ripped out all the music I could possibly rip out, and it's still dinging me. It's dinging me as I'm talking over the music. Let me tell you something, YouTube. Nobody is going on the Chrome Dome radio to listen to Jan Terry. You know, they're not, like, hitting the record button like, ooh, that's how I can get the Jan Terry song for free. I'm going to tune in the Chrome Dome radio, and I'm going to hit the record button on my cassette player so they can listen to me make dumb jokes over a Jan Terry song. That's ridiculous. And furthermore, they demonetized the entire video. Not just the 30 seconds that I play the clip. The whole video, gone. And again, not monetized. Don't care. But if it were monetized, it would piss me off that my hour-long episode, because of that 30-second clip, goes to some other schmuck. That's annoying. And YouTube's going to have to figure that out. And I'm, and I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to pull it back. It's fine. It's fine. Because in the end... This is not a YouTube show. This is a podcast. I just happen to post the video for this podcast on YouTube and XOTV. Tune into XOTV because they don't screw with my material. And they are creator-focused. And advertisement for XOTV, over. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) Trying to grow, guys. I'm trying to grow here, all right? That's all I'm saying. You know... Little old me. Just trying to grow. I went on a went on a road trip to New York a couple weeks ago. And uh, I don't mind road trips. I'm actually I actually prefer driving to my destinations if I can. I prefer it to flying. I'm really not a big flyer. And it's not even the flying part. It's the airports and it's the airplanes themselves. Because airports suck, and the TSA sucks, and none of that makes any sense to me, because I'm pretty sure they're not doing anything. And then when you finally get on the plane, you have a seat that's built for Peter Dinklage. I'm not even a huge, I'm not a big person, and it's too small for me. So I can't imagine somebody who's normal-sized or above trying to fit into ridiculous seats. And what do I do? I buy in to the whole Delta scam of Comfort Plus, because Comfort Plus is just regular. If you're not in Comfort Plus, you're in less than regular. And now, so when they first came out with Comfort Plus, it was like 
the it was like the six seats behind first class. You know, it was like the first couple of rows. Now it's half the damn plane. Half the damn plane is Comfort Plus. It's a scam. Because everybody's Comfort Plus now. And if you're not, you're just less than regular. Comfort Plus is the standard. You, I, They advertise, oh, you get extra leg room and you get, you get snacks. No, you get normal leg room and they feed you pretzels. You get a bag of pretzels, not peanuts, because God forbid somebody might have a peanut allergy on the plane, and and then the whole plane's going down. If somebody has a peanut allergy on a plane, and you serve peanuts, the plane goes down. So that's why I don't like to fly. So I drive. I drive as much as I possibly can. And so driving used to be an adventure, an excursion, if you will. Because driving, prior to the days of GPS, even though I really don't, I'm, I I did drive without GPS for quite a while, but it was a long time ago at this point, obviously. But it was far more exciting because at any point you could just get lost. Remember those days of just getting lost? And literally actually being lost. What would somebody nowadays do if they were legitimately honest to God lost? I don't remember the last time I was honest to God lost. I remember it being terrifying. I but You don't ever have to worry about that anymore. Even if your GPS doesn't work, you're probably still going to have a phone. When was the last time you didn't have a phone with you? You didn't have a map of any kind. You were just freaking lost. And you had to find your way out of it. And the last thing you're going to do is go into a gas station and ask for directions. You're not going to give up that easily. You're going to figure it out for yourself. It was an adventure It was an accomplishment when you figured it out, and it was depressing as shit when you didn't. It was a real, it was a real knock to your ego if you had to go inside of a store to ask for directions. And the worst is you'd be like, where's Franklin Street? They'd be like, oh, right there. You're you're one road away, dude. Whoops! Almost got there. So I'm on this road trip, and, um... You know, I had the GPS on. Google was doing its thing. Which normally is fine. But what I don't understand about the Google Maps thing is why... Hey, Google. Surely you must know that I would not like to take the alternate route that is one hour and four minutes slower. Uh, Why are you even offering that option to me? That was literally one of the options. It was like, or you can go this way that's one hour and four minutes slower. No, thank you. Uh, What are you up to, Google? What are you up to? By the way, that's something I think of too. Think of how traffic behavior must have changed since GPS became a thing. Like, whereas people would try to find alternate routes and go this way or go that way. You know, I would imagine traffic may have spread out a little bit better, but now they're just trusting the way that Google Maps is taking them. So they're all almost going the same way, like her- like like herding sheep. We're all being herded by Google. Google is our shepherd, and we are the sheep, and we're just all going the same direction. Dude, that's how you that's how you lower the population. Drive them off a cliff global warming solved have everybody take google maps the same direction and that is where the sidewalk ends that's where you go and you drive your car into a pit 
And you can do that hundreds of thousands of times a day. You lower the human population, and then we solve global warming. I think, dude, I really think of stuff like that, though, for real. How we're all going the same direction now. We're just following this thing, this, this, this machine that's here. We're just doing what it's telling us. You know, I think of that, I think of that all the time, especially the past couple of years. I don't know why the past couple of years. I think it's because this stuff's becoming so readily accessible and so cheap now. Like everybody could have this stuff. No, you know what it was? It was the it was the um the Alexas and the Google Homes. Those things freak me out. I they're not allowed in my house. So don't get me one. <laughs> Cuz I'm I'm giving it right back. I just I don't like that. They're literally microphones. <coughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. By the way, I did mention I'm coming over a a terrible disease. I mean, some call it a cold, but it was a terrible disease. Anyway, um, no, I don't like them because you, th- that is literally a window. To uh, Think of that thing this way. Imagine an open door to where the whole world can see what you're doing wherever that thing is. And don't say, you know, it's just a microphone. It, you can get, you can learn enough about somebody and... The, from just a microphone and furthermore it takes one crazy person to hack into that thing and hear everything you're saying and they could easily team up because a lot of people have cameras this camera my cameras are strategically placed they're either here in my studio or they're pointed outside my house trust me i got plenty of cameras pointing outside the house that's fine but i can have a private conversation in my house would have without having to worry about the government hearing me because that's, that's crazy to me that you're willing to have these, these things in your home. That, why, don't, why, don't you just, why don't you just send your, your, uh, your clone robot to the government? Just send your DNA straight to the government. They're going to clone you anyway, and then you're going to disappear, and a little robot you is going to be walking around in your place. And it takes another crazy... And they have, like I was saying, with the cameras... I mean, it's already been proven that with the Samsung has the cameras on the screen. And people were hacking into those and watching people. God, it's just... It's nuts to me. I don't even have my phone with me right now because my phone freaks me out. Why? I don't even know. I don't even do anything. I, I do nothing. It just freaks me out that... It's that easy for people to get into your life. For whatever reason. I have no idea what that reason would be. But it's crazy to think that it's that simple. And we just we just walk around like, dude, you can call me crazy, but I don't care. All right, I know it's a little neurotic. I get it. But it's also not. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I can't help the way I think. It's, it's, too, it's too easy, right? I mean, we've been told the story over and over again. Over and over again, we've heard... Dude, as simple as Terminator, man. Skynet. These are these are, these are are real... Th- I swear to God, one day in the future, dude, we're going to look back and be like, yo, they warned us in 1984. Literally. <coughs> oh, my God. I'm getting worse. Hang on, I need my wine. Wine! Uh, do you think about that stuff I would hope that you do 
I would hope that if you have one of those crazy machines in your house, I'm, I know I sound crazy, but I would hope that you've at least considered what you're doing. And that... <laughs> at least for the annoyance of it. Because why wouldn't they be listening to you? Even if it's not for something maniacal. Even if for something as simple as how to advertise to you. And you best believe Facebook is listening to you. There's plenty of videos on YouTube now where people are proving that their phone, specifically the Facebook app, is listening to them in order to advertise to them. And that's just annoying. At the very least, it's just annoying. Oh, boy. I don't know. Tell me if I'm crazy. You can comment. You can comment back. And you can tell me if I'm crazy. All right. So wait, how did I get here? Oh, oh, yeah. All right. So I was I was on a road trip. I was driving to New York. And, um, of course, I, 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 <laughs> I crossed the, uh, the New Jersey line and... Like, the first thing that plays is Madonna, of course. And, um, because we're back in the 80s again. And, uh, I, I heard music that I hadn't heard since I left Long Island. Because that's, that's still what they're listening to. They're just still jamming. They're still, they're just still partying like it's 1999. And that's cool. That's, that's all good. But then I was there. And by the way... If you haven't been, this is ridiculous, but if you if you haven't been to Long Island before, do yourself a favor and visit an Uncle Giuseppe's. It's a grocery store. It's basically the Wonka land of Italian food. That's the best way I could describe it. It's it's amazing. Everything you could possibly imagine. Follow me. Then you'll be in a Guido's imagination, it was—it's an amazing place. Like, and they make everything there. They have the fresh mozzarella. They make there's like a whole bakery section. They do—they make their own like uh, super sot there, and all the dried sausages. They make their own pizza. It's just—it's literally just an amazing supermarket. And and every time I go, I I literally bring a cooler with me, and I fill it up, and I take as much back with me as I can. Can you hear that? There's somebody above me peeing, and I bet they're going to flush. Do we have a flush? We have a pee. Can you hear the pee sound? Did I, I, I ruined it. Are we going to get a flush? I don't know. Be patient. We might get a flush. What's worse, if we don't get a flush or if we get a flush? That's a KDR flush right there. That's, that's okay. When I woke up, I flushed the toilet, and then I washed my hands. I walked on out. I went to the kitchen and got myself a glass of milk. 
Now, in my defense, the microphone is very sensitive. It picks up these sounds. Is my house old as shit? Sure. But it doesn't sound that bad when you're just sitting here enjoying the basement. That's a lie. It does sound that bad. I'm just trying. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Uncle Giuseppe's. Go to an Uncle Giuseppe's. I don't know. Do you? I don't know if you guys care about stuff like that. I like doing stuff like that when I go places. I like checking out their food, like their local restaurants, and I like checking out their grocery stores. Especially if they think, not if it's like a regular one, not if it's like a Kroger or a Publix or a Stop and Shop. If they have cool ones, like a Food Lion. Like Food Lion might be normal to you, but in most places, Food Lion's not normal, right? Or a ShopRite or Wallbaums. And probably the best example is the Uncle Giuseppe's. Yeah, so Long Island, my hometown, it's where I grew up. And uh, I was there the week before Halloween. And I can't help but think, uh, like, you know, because being there, it's like you get all nostalgic. You're like, man, I used to, you know, it's it's Halloween time. I was like, I used to trick-or-treat down that road. And I was like, oh, that house used to give out, like, a full candy bar, like that type of thing. Like, those were the badass homes, right? If they were giving out the full candy bars. And you knew year after year, consistently, you were getting the full Three Musketeers. And that was awesome. So, and I got to laughing because... <laughs> I was thinking, you know, Halloween, October, Long Island, being a kid, and I was like laughing at all the shit that I used to think was scary as a kid, and I remember thinking, I was like, so uh, I used to share a room with my brother, and I was convinced, dude, 100% convinced that at nighttime, when the lights went out, my floor turned into an ocean and who lived in that ocean jaws so i was convinced i couldn't get out of my bed at night because jaws was gonna get me and that made nighttime urinations a bit difficult so how did i find my way around that is i would go to the head of my bed I would sleep with my head furthest away from the door and I would run full speed and attempt to leap <laughs> over the floor and make it outside the doorway. Not a problem. I was an athlete. I was a child prodigy. I could make that four foot jump. And I did it with flying colors night after night. There was a second problem. I would make it to the bathroom and I would you know, do my business. And then I would be afraid to flush because because I was convinced that flushing would open up the doorway and allow E.T. to exit the toilet. And I didn't want E.T. to exit the toilet because I thought that would be a weird place for him to be anyway. He can't be happy for being in the toilet if I flush a very unhappy, uncomfortable, wet, pee-covered E.T. will come out of the toilet. So here's what I had to do. I would prepare myself. I would take a deep breath. I would flush and run. Run out of the bathroom, through the hallway, then jump from the door to my bedroom, 
over the jaws-infested ocean back into bed. And then cover myself with a blanket just in case. That's what I did. And I did that for... Till I was about 23. I got over it eventually. And now I'm not afraid of E.T. coming out of my toilet anymore. But that was a legitimate fear that I once had. And I notified everybody about it when I was, when I was, all my friends, I told them. I said, I told them, I was like, guys, you got to be careful. Because E.T., you got to be careful when you're flushing the toilet at night because E.T. is going to come out. And I told them, my friends. And they said, Really? And I said, yes, I know, I know that, so I, I know that E.T. lives in the toilet, right? I told them that. I said, I have it on good authority that E.T. lives in the toilet at night, and he's very unhappy. So when you flush the toilet, you have to run. You have to get out of there because he's going to grab you, and he might even pull you back in. I don't know. Nobody's lived beyond E.T. coming out of the toilet. I once told my cousin, <laughs> oh God, dude, my cousin Charlie, man, dude, oh man, I used to have so much fun with him, my cousin, so we were in, we were in the backyard one time, right, and we were, we were, we were on the swing set, and we were like, you know, we were chilling, we were, we were the older of the siblings, so I was the oldest of my siblings, and he was the oldest of his, so we were cool, right? And we were swinging as high as we could on the swing set, higher than any of our little siblings ever could. We were just so cool on the swings. And then, but he was younger than me. So I had the one up on him. So the swing set was next to this tree. And this tree had a gap, an opening in it, right? And, and <laughs> I think it was every spring, this opening in the tree would leak a copious amount of sap. And I guess one day we were out there on the swing set and he noticed that the sap was coming out of the tree and like a lot was coming out <laughs> and he goes quiz what's that and i went oh that's ectoplasm and he's like ectoplasm and i was like yeah that's the stuff ghosts are made of ghosts live in that tree and every time they go in and out they leave a little bit of ectoplasm he never went on that swing set again that was the last time I went on that swing set with him. And for years, he, <laughs> he, wouldn't go, he wouldn't go on the swings because of the tree that had ectoplasm. God, being a kid rules though, right? But dude, being a kid freaking rules. Like that was it, man. That was the biggest, that was his biggest worry in life was visiting cousin Chris and and that and that tree that the ghosts live in for years that was his biggest worry in life and then he probably told a bunch of friends about it just like I did about ET in the toilet I woke up late at night I had to pee but I knew that Jaws was after me. So I jumped off off my bed, ran to the bathroom. <laughs> Man, I got a, uh, I got like one of those, uh, 
what do you call it, Amber Alerts today. And, you know, it's like a fo- it's like a sound on my phone. Fo- I didn't even know my phone could make this sound. It just out of nowhere, you know, I got my my ringtones rule. I got amazing ringtones. I got the best ringtones. But then you get the one that you've never heard before. And you're like, I didn't even know my phone could make that sound. Out of nowhere, it just goes. You're like, what the fuck? And then you get, so everybody's phone goes off at the same time. So naturally, there's like a split second where, and dude, this is funny about humans too. You get that split second where everybody looks at their phone at the same time. Like zombies, dude. Like like everybody. At the same time, they're just down, look at their phone like, mm? and they realize it's an Amber Alert and they can't do shit about it. And why, is, why are we being bothered with this anyway? And then they stare at it for a second. And then you could see them all think about it. And then they go, boop. Like... Collectively, the human race does that at the same time, and that that's unbelievable. They just and then they look at it. They think they go. They put it back in their pocket. <coughs> that's weird. And then you always get the first responder types. Did you always get the? <laughs> you get the first. The here's what a first responder is, not the police. Or the fireman. The first responder is the one who gets the same notification that everybody else gets, by the way. But they're the ones who have to yell out before anybody that it's an Amber Alert. So, you, <laughs> come on, you know you know a dude that does that. A dude or a chick. You know somebody that does that. Where they get the alert and they go, it's just an Amber Alert. It's just an Amber Alert, guys. And then, oh, the, and then the, dude, this I actually saw somebody do this one. They, they literally went, they were like, white accord. License plate number 9764HW. I was like, what the? F- what am I going to do? <coughs> First of all, I'm in, my, I'm in a cubicle. What are you naming off a license plate number for? I have it on my phone, too. We're not going to solve the. We're not going to crack the case today, pal. <laughs> just an Amber Alert. It's just an Amber Alert. That's the same person that gets surprised when their phone rings. Dude, like, oh, come on. You know, you know the person who, like, their phone rings and it's some dumb sh- It's some dumb song. Like, you remember that disgusting song? It was like, my neck, my back, lick my, and my, remember that? <laughs> and it, you'll be in the elevator with somebody and their stupid phone will be like, you'll hear like, boop, my neck, my back. And they go, ooh. They act surprised that their phone's ringing out loud. It's like, dude, you did that. You assigned that song as your ringtone why are you surprised my neck my back like my, my what are you doing you're 34 <laughs> and your ringtone is that oh my goodness oh my god that's it, guys. I'm going to start doing shorter episodes because these things go too long. And I don't feel like uh, going an hour. And that's it. That's the truth of it. Don't feel like going an hour. I'm cutting it here. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Hope you had fun. Hey, find people to subscribe to this thing. I want this thing to grow. I want to keep doing this. So, yeah, you guys kick ass. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. <laughs>